Welcome. This is Struggles of Strengths, and I'm your host, Chad Duff. This is the podcast about learning through your struggles and failures, figuring out how to take the difficulties in your life, the lessons learned, and then how do you move forward. Welcome back to S2S, everyone. Episode number 93, Oil on the Floor. When do you know that it's time to, to, to give up? When it's time to move on have you have you thought about that in in different situations in your life i have been i'm faced with it right now with a car in our house i was able to get mckenzie a a, a beautiful 2004 bmw 330 uh, com, little convertible that's 20 years old bought it from my my brother's sister-in-law and she gave us a great deal on it and was so excited about it. I think I've maybe mentioned the car before on the podcast if you're a long-time listener. And it's a really cool car. It was state of the art when it was when it was purchased, but it's it's 20 years old and and I've had it for a couple of years and and when I bought it I got a really great deal on it. I paid less for it than than what it was worth. But the fact of the matter is is that and I didn't know this. I had never owned a BMW before. A lot of those luxury cars, a lot of those cars, you know, German and other engineering, they come with a lot of maintenance and when, they're great when they work, but when they don't, they are expensive to fix. And that's what's happened to to me over these past few years is that, you know, it's kind of cost me almost double what the car is worth. It's, it's cost me as much as the car is worth to fix it as what I paid for it. So literally, I have about twice as much money in it as it's worth. And two days ago, I was walking downstairs to let the dog out in the morning and Mackenzie had left for school and I go out in the garage and there is at least two quarts of oil lying on the floor in the garage where, uh, you know, a, a, a hose had just blown itself out. It was, it was gone. And I was like, Oh no. And the good news is she got to school. Okay. But I went and checked it at school. It was totally out of oil. So I had it towed to the garage and, and I trust the people that, that work on it and where I take it. And they looked at it and they let me know that not only did this, this hose need to be fixed where the oil had leaked, but also the starter was, is going out. And so it was going to be another $3,000 to fix it. And to get to the starter, you had to take different things out and that might break another hose or another connection. It's very delicate like it's 20 years old, it's hard to get to any of those things that breaks. It could be an extra $200 and the whole car itself is worth about 4,500 bucks. And I said, I've already put more than double in what it's worth. And so the question becomes, what do you do? What do you do in that moment? Do you, do you pour more money into it? Do you keep it? Do you keep going on it? Or do you play the hand that's dealt and you move on? You, f- you figure out a different way. Now, here's the, here's the other thing that I'm dealing with is that Mackenzie loves this car. It's her first car. It's this little sweet convertible. You know, she's had so much fun with it, so much driving fun, driving her friends and doing all these things. I mean, it's been really awesome. And so there's a sentimental value 
that goes in the car too. But I had to really ask myself, am I willing to put any more money in this thing? If I put more money into it, even if I could get it back on the road, the guys at the garage were like, it's still going to break down again. There are other things that are going to go wrong. A car of this age, it doesn't, it's just not going to last forever and ever and ever. That's not what these things do. And so that becomes a difficult choice to make. And I'm just wondering in your life, have you had difficult choices to make? Have you put money into something or maybe emotional equity into something? Have you paid more than double what it's worth, triple what it's worth, quadrupled a, a thousand times more than it's worth? I can think of times in my life where I've poured good emotion over bad emotion or good money over bad money when it comes. But how do you find a way to walk away? How do you find a way to be brave enough? Because here's the fact of the matter for me in this instance, if I don't put this money in the car, which by the way, I don't think I'm going to at this stage of the game, the car is almost worthless as it sits. I can't get any money out of it. I'd have to fix it to get money out of it. Should you do that? Should you not do that? And then I'm going to have to buy something else. I'm going to have to take that money and go buy something else. And you're, you, it becomes, for me, it becomes a little bit overwhelming. The thought of like, what do you do? Do you do this? Do you do that? Oh my God, I didn't want to spend this money. She's getting ready to go to college. I'm trying to save. Do you do these things? You know, property taxes are due soon. Oh my gosh, how, how do you handle it all? Do you feel that way sometimes? Do you feel like things come up on you, whether it is something you know, like physical, like when it comes to a money situation or maybe even, and this is what had me really thinking these emotional situations. You know, when you think about a relationship that you're in and then, you know, you know, spiritually, figuratively, you walk out like I did in the garage and you realize that the oil is spilled on the floor, that there is major problem that it will not, it will not run. The relationship will not run. And what do you do? Do you fix it? Do you keep trying to fix it? Do you keep trying to put money into it? Or do you cut your losses? And do you try and figure out what else you need to do? Well, that's what I did this evening, today and this evening with the car. I started reaching out to family and to friends and people who I know a lot about cars. My uncle knows a lot about cars. My my one buddy has a knack for finding cars and 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 knowing where to get things. And a friend of mine, the coworker of mine, her husband is a mechanic. So I just start calling my network. I work my network and I call my network and I try and figure out what I'm going to do because I, I thought honestly that I was going to have to buy something this weekend. Like Mackenzie has to have a car. She can't not be without a car. Got to get her around. What am I going to do? And then it's interesting, right? When you start to take, when you take a step back, when you take a moment and you reach out to your friends and you reach out to your family and you reach out to the people that you know that might be able to help, it's crazy how they can. I reached out to my friend Eric, who I have known since I was 22 years old uh, when I nearly died of pneumonia when he was a team physician for me at the University of Dayton when I was a football player and his and his diligence is what saved my life from that pneumonia and that made us friends. And now over 25 years later, nearly 30 years later, now that I've known him, 
he's like family. Our kids grew up together. His youngest and my daughter went to the same Spanish immersion preschool together and, and were at every birthday party that you can think of. I celebrated his oldest daughter's first birthday. It was me, his wife, his daughter, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and that was it. The four of us, you know, celebrated. He's like, he's like a family member. And I called him and he's like, Hey, they moved down to Florida, but they just happened to have this old Buick that he paid a couple grand for. That's their spare car in their garage that he's going to let McKenzie use for a little bit of time now. And so that gave me some air that gave me some breath. You know, it's the, it's, it's so awesome to have a friend willing to, to help you out that way. And I've got my uncle looking for cars. He's really a great person at figuring out how to find things and get deals on things. He's got a real knack for it. And so he's working on that. And then, like I said, my friend's husband, who, who I got a chance to meet this past summer on an award trip that we had for work, you know, he's a mechanic by trade. So I know I can trust him. I know that if I can tow the car to him, if it can get it fixed and get it done in the, in the, in the right way, he'll be able to do it and he'll be able to make those things happen. And if you realize that that's the key. You have to play the hand that you're dealt sometimes. And sometimes the biggest key when things are going hard is to stop. Stop and take a breath. Stop and give yourself a moment in time. I am not good at that, to be honest, by naturally. Uh, my, my inclination is to want to spring forward and fix things, make it better, make it happen now. Don't, you know, how do I, how do I fix this? How do I, how do I save this car? Mackenzie loves this car. She needs this car. She wants blah, 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 blah. You know, what do I do? But you know, sometimes you just have to slow down. And I drove to the school tonight. Mackenzie's got a, a robotics competition this weekend and they're they're working on the final um tweaks on their robot and so i took her you know i took her some dinner and i had to inform her that her car died that her beloved car died this car that i know she loves i know she's so proud of i know how awesome it's been in fact just two nights ago i told her how great a car it had been and then the very next day it it does what it does but you want to know what I was worried that she might be really upset, but you know what? She wasn't. She's was like, dad, I'm going to college in the fall. Anyway, it's, it's okay. I'm going to be okay. I just want to get back to my friends and keep working on my robot, keep working on these things. And, you know, I had myself worked up that she might be worked up. And the fact of the matter was she handled it. She handled it. Well, I just needed to pause for a second. And then my, like I said, my friend stepped in to help me. Let me borrow something. In fact, he said you could probably use that car until she goes off to college, which would maybe that will work. Maybe I won't even have to buy something else. It's crazy when you think about it, that in those moments when it feels like things are going really badly, when what you thought was going really well, this beautiful little BMW convertible that, that runs my daughter around, is going really well and then it goes from that to it doesn't work it, it literally is is doa and that's crazy and it's crazy when those things happen but it's also crazy what the world can do and what the world can offer if you'll just be quiet for a moment and listen and look for the solutions that may be out there 
when was the last time that you were dealing with an issue, something in your life, something in your heart, something that you had that was overwhelming to you or, or is overwhelming right now? Think about what we're talking about. Maybe it's a, it's a car too. You're dealing with a car, but maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's your job, right? You know, maybe it's a, an internal battle with yourself and, and your health and your well-being, whatever it might be. Think how whatever you're dealing with might be overwhelming you. When was the last time that you paused and let yourself have a little bit of air, a little bit of space, gave yourself time to think about something to figure out, okay, I think maybe this is the next step. I have realized in my life some of the places where I think I've probably made some of my biggest mistakes, like I just mentioned a few moments ago, was where I, I rush in to try and fix it. Or I just assume that because something bad happened that that means it's all bad. I'm doomed. It won't be better. It can't be better. This is this is all I ever wanted. This is all I needed. This is the this is the thing that I've that I've wanted in my life. And because now that's not going well, this then it's over. Can't can't be good. Can't, this is this is a disaster. Now let's just let's let's head to the funeral instead of trying to figure out the solution, right? Instead of trying to figure out what might be the next step or realize that maybe there's something even better on the other side than we didn't even realize. What if I told you that could be your truth? What if I told you figuring out and dealing with and making something happen and go in a way that you haven't even thought about before that could be your truth that could be the change that what is happening here is what you needed to have happen to open your eyes open your ears open your mind maybe even at some time shut your mouth to be quiet to receive what's coming because I can tell you Two days ago, with the oil on the floor, I was was I felt pretty lost. Today, even though, and I'll be honest, I don't have it all figured out yet, I'm still in the middle of it. Just slowing down, leaning into people that care, leaning into solutions, that has got me in a much calmer place than I was before. And now I am convinced that the right thing's going to happen, the good thing's going to happen, that that at the end of the day, this is really going to work out in the way that I want it to, the way that my daughter wants it to. And I believe that what you're dealing with right now, personally, if you take this approach, this is going to work out your way too. Well, each and every week we give you two takeaways from the conversation that we're having. And today, number one is you have to know when it's time to move on. It would have been very easy for me with this car because Mackenzie loves it and I can, you know, I have the money to get it fixed, but just to keep chasing and chasing and chasing and chasing. And then, but you realize now the value is not there anymore. It, it served its purpose. It did its thing. I'm very happy and very proud of what happened and the way, the way that it worked. But the fact of the matter is that it's time to move on from the convertible. It's there's a there's a new and different option out there. And sometimes that's just what you have to know. And the number two is play the hand you're dealt. Sometimes we want to 
fight against and rage against what's happened or this isn't fair or I don't want to do this or I don't want to deal with this. But if you realize the cards are your cards, you have what you have, you got to play what you have dealt. And that's what I'm dealing with now. But even when you do that and if you lean in and if you can be quiet mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, if you can take that pause, it is crazy how many times the universe, how many times God will find a way to give you what you need. So hopefully you can get some comfort out of those two things. Please continue to give us ratings, ratings and reviews. Uh, please continue to invite your friends to, to listen to our little gathering. I love being with you each and every week. And until next time, be well.